You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Rise Staffing. Here's Lisa Toth. Hello and welcome to The Hidden Workforce. I'm your host, Lisa Toth. And with me in the studio today are two very special guests, Randy and Elaine McGoffin. Not only are they retired special education professionals, they're also my dearest in-laws. Welcome, Randy and Elaine, to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. You know, Elaine, you might be wondering why I wanted to interview you for my show, The Hidden Workforce, when you are retired from the workforce. Well, here's why. I just have great respect for you and the work you've done in special education during your career. It's my belief that many people who went through your classroom and school system are working adults all over Tulsa, Skytook, and the surrounding communities. My listeners have heard previously that working with people with special needs is not an easy job. Elaine, as a fresh graduate from the University of Tulsa, why a job in special education? Well, my degree was in special education slash elementary education. It was a dual degree. I initially went to TU to just get an elementary education degree, but got fascinated with special ed when several of my friends were in a department called special education. And so I went and talked to the dean of that department, and he said, let us place you in a practicum so that you can see what you would be doing as a teacher in a special education classroom. So once a week, I went out to Sunnyside School, which was part of Children's Medical Center back then, and participated in this classroom, helped work with the students, and loved it. Just literally loved it. What were the students like that fascinated you and you loved so much? They were just very caring kids. They were eager to do anything it seemed like you asked of them. They seemed to be having fun with everything you were doing and just, I think it was a wonderful teacher that had the classroom and she really worked hard with the kids and they were all early elementary age students. In fact, one of them who was only a kindergartner at the time I was over there turned out to be in my first classroom and which was surprising. She, her parents lived in Skytook and were bringing her into this program. And so it made me very interest in special ed, and so then I pursued a dual certificate. That's super great, and did you immediately get right into a school doing special education? Did you work somewhere else before that? Uh, No, my first job was at Skytook Public Schools as a special special education teacher, and that's where I retired um, 40 years later as a special education director of the school district. Wow, that is Incredible, because in today's world, people move jobs a lot. You stuck with it for 40 years? Correct. I was 24 years in the classroom and then became their special education director, special services director over all the programs in the district from pre-K through high school. Um, One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about your early education um, experience with the special education students is Mostly, my job is working with adults who have the developmental and intellectual disabilities, and my main thing is to put them into jobs right now. But since you've already explained your passion for the clients and the work, how did you um, approach teaching that class then when it was your first class of five-year-olds and you love what you're doing? Well, truthfully, it was, I had a, at that time, it was a degree in mental retardation. That's what you graduate with with special education. And my good friend... His name was Vicki. She graduated with me. She was my first roommate at the University of Tulsa. 
and we both graduated in special education, and we both were hired at the same time out here. Mr. Pence, who was the superintendent in Skytech Schools, had a vision that special ed was going to become a law soon, and he worked with the um, superintendent from Collinsville Public Schools, and they formed a special education program together. Ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Right. And they had hired two teachers the year before Vicki and I came, and those two teachers left to go to school districts closer to their home. And when we were interviewed by Mr. Pence, his main thing was he wanted two people that worked well together. And we said we did work well together. We were good friends and so forth. So we both got the job, and that first year... Collinsville bus their students over to Skytech schools. The program was located in Skytech. How many did you have in that first year class? Um, I'd say 15. The limit was 15. So we both had about 15 students in our classroom, and they were self-contained at that time. And I had... What I do you mean by self-contained? We didn't... They did not go to regular education classes at all. Special no integration then? No, there was no integration. They were self-contained. We taught them all the subjects. We did go to PE and music, outside of the classroom. Computers weren't around at that time. I see. And um, anyway, so we worked with both the superintendent at Collinsville and Skytook, and we would work with teachers at both districts. So it was it was interesting, but it was a lot of fun, and we came became very close with our students. This is so cool, a lot of fun, teaching people with special education. Oh, it's and we also had two wonderful, what helped us at first years, the assistants that had been in the program the year before we came, we're still there, and fantastic people, and they really helped to guide us a lot and helped us just, you know, working with the community, a small community, because she was from Dallas and I was from St. Louis, so we had never worked in a real small community or lived in a small community, but the four of us, Vicki, myself, and then our assistants, we really worked together on the programs. How did you find the parents? Um were they accepting of your guys' new program and support for their yes, kids? Yes, the, all the parents that I dealt with and Vicki dealt with, too, were very accepting and um, I think basically really glad to have their students in, in school because there were a few students that had not been going to school before this program was founded. That first year, I think the the one, one thing was just that I felt like all the kids, even combined with my class and Vicki's class, they all kind of really... Felt like I had one little girl that would call me her mother away from home, and she'd come up and say mom and call me mom and and so forth. I think they just felt like they were in a close knit class. You got so close with them, and your first year was a success. You came yes. back for thirty nine oh, yes, more. I came back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Lane, thank you for the wonderful insight into your career. Do you have any advice for new or current special education teachers before we go? Oh, my gosh. Um, on the spot, just trying to think. I guess that gets more into when I was a director and working with hiring and working with new teachers. My thing then was always open-door policy. Please come to me with any questions. And, of course, that was when we were into doing all kinds of paperwork and so forth. And I would just always say, just let me know what you need help with. I will, I'm here to help you. You were in the trenches. You did the work, so you knew how to help them. Elaine McGoffin, thanks for being on The Hidden Workforce. Thank you, Lisa, for inviting me. You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7.